Welcome to Soul Inspired Leadership's latest podcast. And today my special guest is Lesh Sikorsky. Now, Les um, has been in HR for many years and now is a coach. So in 2019, he founded LURN, Learn Proprietary Limited, which is an executive coaching and alignment optimization consultancy, whose motto is lifelong learning, unlearning, relearning, and new learning. So, which is so, so spot on. To learn anything, it's, it, it helps. It helps with you de-learn some things to allow your brain have enough capacity to relearn something. It is with me anyway. Uh, Les, is, Les is an ICF certified coach and a fellow of the Chart Institute of Personal Personnel and Development. That's his HR uh, background. Les shifted into his second career after 30 years working in large MNCs in the construction, materials and mining sectors, primarily in HR and OD roles to which he is privileged to work on six continents. So he's been around the world, around the traps, so, so they could say, but a lot of experience. And, and I've also done a lot of work in construction and mining sectors. So I understand that the challenge is there, and they certainly are challenges like most industries, I guess. But Lesh's current focus now allows him to apply the, gr the under growing understandings in neuroscience and psychology, which he's really interested in, to influence how he supports his clients to be more effective and sustainable in their change ambitions. So welcome, Lesh. And what I want to talk about today and what we'll start about, because we've had a bit of a chat offline, is alignment. And that's his, one of his things, like his alignment in his new learning. And to me, alignment is key. And, um, and some companies do it very well. Um, some companies think, they've started with alignment when they're looking at change or where there are any initiative and they think that's done and dusted don't to revisit that again we're all aligned from day one and we're all good to go but we know that doesn't work in practice so how, how, what's your comment on that Lish? Ross hi thanks for inviting me to to, to the show uh, thank you welcome for the thank you thanks for the introduction as well uh, great to learn about myself yeah I did that I must admit, alignment would be something I wish I knew so much more about earlier in my career and really was much more conscious and cognizant of it. Um, you're absolutely spot on. Many organizations, and I speak from my own experience of, of, of working uh, around the world for, for 30 plus years, many organizations think about alignment about just basically telling people what they should be thinking, which is yeah. you should be thinking like us. Yeah, so we all know now, we're all good. <laughs> yeah, we have made this decision. We're going over there. We're going over there for these reasons. Please nod and come yeah, along. Yeah, are, are you on the bus? And they'll go, yeah, I'm on the bus, because no one's going to be off the bus. <laughs> but they're not really yeah, on the and bus. I find, I, I find <laughs> that analogy such, such, a, such a misleading one, because people can, if you think about public transport, people get on and off buses all the time. And they, they do nothing. On the bus. They do nothing. No, for, well, they're they don't on the contribute bus. that often. No. They don't get on at the bus terminal and they follow the driver all the way around. They get on and off and they go on their own journey. That's so right. what, I, what, what many organisations think about is alignment is about getting people to think in the same way, which, of yep. course, we know is oh, such a hugely difficult challenge to just get any group of people to all think in the same way. 
That's right. You sit around. Right. You sit around with any group of people over drinks and dinner and get them all to think about the same same way about the same topic. Yeah. It's virtually impossible. Yeah. And the real challenge, and this is this is what what I've been learning through through my kind of studies and what I'm trying to support my clients with, is about the alignment of action. Yeah. If you can agree on where you're going, what does success look like, and understand that, understand the consequences, understand the barriers and actually understand what assumptions people are working on, you can then agree on the actions that you need to take That's to get right. there. So what are we going to do when we walk out of this little meeting now? What are we actually going to do together? It may be slight things different, but to, to reach that one journey, right? Absolutely. What, what do we agree on that we need to do? And that can vary with different people in different departments, et cetera, but it's yes. all heading in the one direction. So back to that bus thing, I was just thinking, we are sort of heading in the one direction because it has a name on the front of the bus where it's going. But generally, people get off at all different places, as you said, and there is no one direction. It's a thousand, it's your take on the direction. It's just a thousand things. Absolutely. So you might want to think about it is that actually I've got a flotilla of ships. Some are big ships, some are small ships, you know, larger countries, smaller countries, big departments, small departments, big teams, small teams, whatever. I've got this flotilla of ships and we're all going to this one rendezvous point. Yeah. But we're coming from different places. So one journey is pretty straightforward because I'm going through an open ocean yeah. with favourable winds. Another journey is I've got to navigate through straits and yeah, I mean, and we're in a we're in a bloody canoe. We've got to go down a river here with rapids, right? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, actually, oh, we're by heading, the way, it's, heading it's, the right it's, direction. And, and some and some of us aren't even on the water. No. We've got, so so we're all we're all going in different directions. That's right. That's important because we invariably we don't do enough of that when we yeah. when we work on change, transformation, or, or, or those types of activities. We don't appreciate where people are coming from. And you yeah, can think yeah. about that from a physical perspective, but also from a mental, psychological perspective. That's right. Where are we coming from? I was involved a, a, a number of years ago in a large uh, global merger. And it was very, very clear, you know, two sides, and I hate using that sort of term, but mm. you had two, obviously, organisations coming together in this merger, that the people were not coming from the same place, even though That's right. we were trying to, to go to yeah. the same place. Very, very different journeys, physically, mentally, emotionally, psycholo psychologically. Mm. And that's really the fascinating thing, and I think the real challenge for leaders is to appreciate the psychology of different people in your stakeholder group. That's you right. Know what we're talking yeah. about is, you know, what's my perspective on this? You know, if we achieve that, what's the consequences for me? Because those consequences may be very different for you or another group of people. Correct. Yeah. You know, what are the barriers that I foresee, which may be, again, very, very different? You know, my barrier as a middle manager compared to the barriers you see as a, as a C-suite exe enterprise executive can be, can be very, very different. Yeah, that's right. And our, and our ability just to see those things, acknowledge those things, and then respond to that will make, will make a huge amount of difference in how successful your change or transformation activity that's is. That's right. And, that's, and that's, that's where it's getting everyone have understand their own, their own what's in it for me. It's not the C-suites, what we think we know what's in it for you, because we know what's in it for us, therefore yeah. you're the same, but it's not. And, and, you, and you're hit on the head psychologically, 
that can vary within a small team. It's not just the team. It can be a small team. It could be individually. So you've got to, you've got to make sure that everyone, wherever they are in the organisation, has a clear path of digit. They can actually see where they're heading, but they'll all be different yep. journeys. It's not a it's not a hundred meter sprint. We're all lined up on the one line to tear off down to the to the end. We're all coming from all sorts of places. Yes. There. So we so there's a need for different degrees of support depending on where you're coming from and what your journey might yep. look like. There's different different you know different type of recognition. Uh, that's required for the, the toughness of that journey for some yeah. people more so than others. That's right. And, and yeah. these are these are real these are really significant challenges for leaders. And mm. yeah, more and more so these days, you know, those are the things that are tripping leaders up. Uh, the world is moving very, very fast. You no longer can predict how exactly things are going to be two or three, let alone five or ten years out. And therefore, your ability as a leader to kind of connect yeah. with people and understand their opinions about the target, the opportunity, the journey uh, is really critical to getting people aligned. Yeah. And the bigger the organisation, the harder it is for any single CEO, for example, to really fully understand the 65,000 yeah. people. Oh, absolutely. So, Absolutely. So, so all you can do is you influence and make sure that the people who report to you are in line, then so forth. They make sure the people who report to them are aligned. So something you can't do overnight. No. It takes no. time, the bigger the yes. org, to, for that to spread. Um, there, there is, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. There. But I think the other point, of course, about alignment is, A, it's not binary and it's not fixed. So it's mm. not it's it's not either you're aligned or you're not aligned. Mm. There are degrees of alignment. That's right. Yeah, my sentiment to this is I'm either strongly aligned with it or maybe loosely aligned. I kind mm. of generally agree, or actually I'm fairly ambivalent to yeah. actually I'm very non-aligned. Yeah. So there's it's, this you've got that scale. It's not binary. It's not either or. It's it's a continuum. And the other thing, it's not it, it it's it's momentary. That's you know, right. We, it's we not, may it's, we may be aligned today. Uh, Tomorrow, something's, yeah. something's changed. I've had a new insight. Uh, yeah. Something's moved and that's created a new dynamic and that's shifted how I perceive where, you know, the, the, the thing that we were aligned on yesterday. That's right. And that's what happens. Like we could all be a, a bunch of parallel lines going forward, but mm. all you need, let's just take one parallel line. Something happens so they have to adjust due to a, they have to make a contingency decision to yep. do something slightly different. They yes. think it. They think it's still aligned, but it's, mm. hey, it's two degrees off now. It's two degrees off the straight line. Yep. You imagine over time just how much, how far you're away, two degrees off over the course of a few months. If, and then all you need is a couple more lines have the same issue. Then suddenly it's like a can of spaghetti. Like it's just everywhere. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you start to realise, you know, as organisations, why you're doing rework. Yep, why yep. you? Why you're having to invest money? Align, yeah, align. Yeah, it's for me. For me, it's you know, as I've as I've been studying it and experiencing and working with it, it, it feels it's foundational. It's mm -hmm. foundational to how any organisation, how any group of people uh, or clusters of groups of people can actually achieve anything. It, the the more you work on your alignment, the more likely you are to succeed. The less correct. 
benefit leakage, the less stress and frustration you may have in moving to your goal, those kinds of things. That's actually spot on. I, yeah. I, look, some of the most successful companies I've worked with are the ones that alignment with something you did like regularly, like every month or every two weeks, depending on what they're doing, right? What they're trying to align to specifically. Yeah. But it's, if it's just a simple thing about what's our, what we're trying to achieve every, every this year, there again, you've still got to revisit it to make sure people haven't deviated. Their heart's in the right place, just they've deviated for whatever reason. But yeah, and there's and there's the challenge with that constant monitoring yeah. of alignment. That's it's, right. It's got to be a, a, a multi-way conversation. It can't just be here's what you know. Here's what we think is the leadership. Yeah. And do you agree with me? Because there you're getting into the psychology of bias. You know, what's what's my relationship to the people who's asking me whether I agree with them? Are these people who are going to be dependent upon my staying in the business, my bonus, my promotion, the opportunities I might have? So maybe I'm going to couch that answer with the bias of that well, that, that relationship. Yeah, and so it's a real it's a real it's a very it's quite a complex challenge for leaders. It is and one and, that yeah. many many find uncomfortable because yeah, and that, I think you, there's, there's, there's yeah. You're right. I I'm sorry. There's, just, there's this. Yeah, you go. go keep on, going. Sorry. No, keep going. No, I, I, just, I, was, I, was, I just. Yeah, you I, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the people listening to this will be laughing because we're trying. To, you I, keep I, going. We, 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 I thought we, of something, we, but you you keep going. I thought of something. I'll bring. I'll come back to it in a minute. You keep going. Finish what you're saying. You've probably lost my. Tra- I've lost my. <laughs> now I'm stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We've got. <laughs> we've got back and forth. Back and forth. Uh, that's all right. You, that's you, all right. You, you, go on. Ask. Make. Make. Ask your question. Sorry. Oh, well, what right. I was going to say is, you hit the, mm. the comment you made is that do you agree with me? Is I keep coaching executives. Don't ever say that because they're all going to nod their head. Right. Of course. Then no one's going to really put up their hand. No, I don't. Like some people do. Don't get me wrong. But it's not something yeah. that happens regularly. They all mm. just say, "Yeah, I agree." They all nod there. Um, I, I get them to say that they, they'll look at just to look at different people, depending on your body language, right? On their on their body mm-hmm. language, you say so. So, Lesh, in your words, tell me how you see this. Yep. <laughs> and then shut up. You haven't asked any agreement yet. You just shut up, and you, based on how they're coming back at you, then you start to gauge the mood mm. of, of the meeting and how people actually do see it by the quality of what they're responding with. The worst thing you can say is, "Do you agree with me?" Oh, absolutely. Oh, not absolutely, not that's, I mean, that's such a loaded question, isn't it? No. <laughs> do I do I agree with you, boss? Yeah. Or I'll just person who person who signs off my performance review yeah. and, and my bonus or I'll, or I'll and just nominates me nominates me for promotion. Or yeah, it's absolutely. And of course, you know, and so. I think the coaching perspective is one that's really powerful here. Yeah. You know, as a leadership skill, is being a, asking those open questions to solicit that's, real to, to better read the room, to, to to actually read the room based on yeah. a quality response. Yeah, because they've got to say something. Because in your words, you've got to bloody say something constructive. Exactly. Otherwise, you look an idiot. So you've got to say something. Then you you can just gauge by the the quality as well as. The energy in their convert in what they're saying is the where they are. See, it's a ability to read the room rather than looking at head bobbing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and that's there's, there's a challenge for a lot of leaders, uh, yeah. as you and I will know from our coaching experience. That's right. It's it's to slow down, to ask open questions, not to ask loaded or closed questions. Yeah, that's right. And to actually 
kind of demonstrate comfort with what you're hearing backwards. Because, of course, as we know, most communication is nonverbal. So if somebody yeah. does turn around and say, well, actually, you know, what I'm hearing is, and, I'm, and you as the leader are not really comfortable or agreeing with that, no, you're, sitting, you're sitting there with, looking like you're a bulldog. Your knuckles are white. Your, your, <laughs> right, your knuckles are white and the steam terminate from you and your, your cap fell off, whatever. Like it's just, you, you've got to just take it. And, and, and you, there another, another important thing is, you, you mentioned there, Lesh, was the fact, have patience. Mm. All too often, you're doing something really critical, but you don't give it time because you, you yeah. let's blast through this and let's get on with something else. Like tick a box, and I've done that. And let's what stage? What step two? You've got to spend yeah. the quality time to get a quality response. For sure. But, yeah. You don't For move sure. forward until you get that right. There's no point in going to step two. Yeah, and, and of course, and of course, yeah, as as both of us would have experienced. We, we've worked, particularly if I think about the traditional industries I've worked in, I've worked with a lot of people who are basically firefighters and action. Yeah. They want to be doing stuff. <laughs> a lot and, of engineers. Like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know taking, what you mean. Taking <laughs> the time to talk about the thing, to yeah. unpack the thing, to appreciate the different opinions from others about the things, yeah. to explore where the people see barriers and issues and consequences uh is just, it, 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 that that's not what i'm i'm employed to get stuff moved from a to b yeah and i and, I, and i'm and i'm measured on how much of b i produce that's right like you like you're in construction right they, mm. they have an end date they're going to build something by a certain date and it costs them a lot of bloody money usually if they go over that date right and, so, and yeah look, and we know yeah. and, we, and we know you know, most projects of that kind, those big yeah. infrastructure projects, most of them overrun on budget, yeah. overrun on time. And as a result of that, they end up with litigations and other distracting partners because they didn't spend enough time at the outset That's right. working yeah. on alignment and then testing and checking and monitoring that as they've gone through their project process. Yeah. And, that, and that's... And that's exactly right. But but also when they and, it's, and I've seen this where they get you right. No, they never get there on time. Uh, is some of the, when people are putting together the, the the tender, the key is to come with a reasonably priced tender, not something that's going to be six months past and when the client thinks it could be viable, right? So you tend to undersell that, and therefore it puts leadership under a lot of pressure mm-hmm. to try and meet that. And no different to most other industries too. There's always shareholder pressure that they want to wait the time um yep. but yep. The, the key is if you spend more time doing step one and laying the foundation step five six ten fifteen twenty five breezes a lot quickly through absolutely but, but if you uh, breeze, yeah. breeze through the first six steps you're back by the revisiting step one six months later <laughs> well i think, well, I think yeah, oh, absolutely we see so many times where yeah. there's just rework lost revenue missed savings, stalled projects, phases, delays in benefits, all of which creates tension and frustration, all of which rigidly below working together and working on such often really interesting and exciting, meaningful projects. Um, You know, I think there's there's a real opportunity here, I think nowadays as technology is developing, to look at how do you develop technology implement and utilize technology to help you to 
collect and understand and organize opinions so that you can work on those areas where you've got non-alignment and misalignment. Yeah. I think that's 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 a real that's a real world opportunity now, uh, and that that's you know we're seeing a lot of a lot of industries being um, disrupted by technology. I you know this one in terms of project management, the change yeah. management. There's I think there's a ripe opportunity here now to to kind of combine the capabilities we have with machine learning and AI etc. To this particular challenge, because there's a lot of really good neuroscience and psychological um, theory that's been validated. Combine the two, and I think there's a real opportunity to change how organisations operate and how efficiently they get to change and transformation projects. The value it delivers to uh, shareholders yeah. is, is could be quite significant when you consider i mean it's well documented the kind of failure rates that most change hey. and transformation projects hey. uh, uh, I was reading, achieve you know we're I, talking i was reading something the other day it's like oh, i can't remember what the percentage was it was like 90 or 80 i can't i can't it's gone out of my head the number but i know it's, it's obscenely high that the it failure was, rates yeah no absolutely i think you know for 20 years it's been a consistent reporting um, are that failure rates in major change projects, mm. transformation projects, is up around about 75%. Yeah, something like that. And then the, and that's just the major ones. You imagine all the thousands of absolutely. little little yeah. bits. Did this do that? And, it, it, I, and it I, I, yeah, I, I saw a report now, now, no, year before from Deloitte, mm. uh, and it was, it was an analysis of digital transformations. And they said 80% plus failure rate. Now, yeah. that failure means fail, failure to meet the, the targets and the yeah. goals or the time frame. So they might have delivered something. It's not necessarily complete failure. Yeah. But even as we were talking earlier, that divergence as you're walking along the path of two degrees <laughs> off the path, that can add up to a lot of money. It can add and up to a lot of frustration. Actually, a lot of pain for people in organisations because organisations then try to work doubly hard to... to to kind of get things back on track, restructure people's careers, and, and get stalled. And that's right. And, and that's it's all negative. Like it's all negative energy to me. And the more absolutely, the more an organisation has negative energy within it, the the harder the work. It's like it's just takes away that positive I can do attitude to I'm surviving, just putting out the bushfires without being proactively innovative because I'm putting out too many damn fires every day rather than. <laughs> And that's, and that's the damage. It's the, it's the opportunity cost that you, can't, that you can't even quantify and all of this stuff. So, look, yeah, on that absolutely. thought, on mm. that thought we, we're, I'm just looking at the time. We've, we've uh, nearly ripped into about 20 minutes. So time time flies and you have fun, Lesh. Absolutely. Um, I enjoyed this, Ross. It's been really, really good. fun conversation. And, and we, we kept, we, the, we, the internet held together pretty well. Had a couple of minor points where you sound as though you're talking underwater, but apart from that, I might have been. You never. And actually, I know that's right. You could have been a bit of a trickster. But anyway, look, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, we we could have another chat again one day. I'm sure we could talk about this oh, for a bit longer. Yeah, no, absolutely. Would love would love to um, to talk some more about it. Would love to explore if you know, particularly around 
the digitalization aspect here. Yeah, I think there's a real opportunity. Another topic. There. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another another conversation topic, I suppose. That's we could do that. So look, uh, anyway, uh, thanks Lesh for being on today, uh, and thanks people, thank you people for listening to our uh, latest Soul Inspired Leadership podcast and our discussion on alignment and the aspects of going all in line and being not on the bus, but to me, being on the boat and rowing all together. But we're on many boats, the the flotilla. You hit it on the head, it's a flotilla. But we're all towards the target point, (laughs) rowing together. Anyway, look, thanks, Lesh, for being a guest today and and look forward to um, maybe having it. Well, I'm sure we will have you on again in the the foreseeable future. Fantastic. Thanks, Ross. Thanks, all right. Thank you.